At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Welcome to the Hornets Hivecast, presented by Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. Here's your host, Sam Farber. Welcome to another edition of the Hornets Hivecast, your Hornets podcast with all the notes, quotes, and daily buzz around your favorite NBA team. I'm Sam Farber, and it is a pleasure and a privilege to have you with us here once again on the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, Charlotte Eye, Ear, Nose, and Throat Associates, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. Hornets have made another addition to the roster. Frank Nilikina has been added on on what has been reported as a one-year deal. We're going to talk about the new addition here to the Hornets. Hornets roster for the 23-24 season. Also, since a point guard has joined forces with the Hornets, what does the future look like in terms of what the Hornets need from the point guard position? We'll do a little point guard prognostication here on this edition of the HHC and Maybe most importantly in the grand scheme of things, it's Week of Service right now presented by Bank of America for the Charlotte Hornets. We'll tell you about some of the projects that the Hornets front office and team overall is involved in. Helping me with all of these topics, he's my producer on the Hornets Radio Network as well as the producer of this fine podcast, Rob Longo, here with us once again. Rob, thanks so much for joining me. We're in this off-season mode where we're kind of averaging about one per week, taking our foot off the gas from the podcasting, knowing full well that come October, this is going to become a day exercise once again but we've aggregated enough news it's time to get back on the mics yeah it's nice to have a little bit of a break but also good to cover some news as always and yeah let's let's just go ahead and get right into it we'll jump right into it some maybe somewhat anticipated news the hornets did have a couple of spots open on the roster one made open we'll talk about that move momentarily but frank nilikina added on to the charlotte hornets he's someone who we've seen in different forums linked potentially to the Charlotte Hornets as a free agent point guard. Hornets may be in need of a point guard with Dennis Smith Jr.'s spot uh, having been open since he signed with Brooklyn. So this is something that maybe in a certain way was expected, but we didn't know all the details, who it would be, and, and what it would bring to the table. Now we've got a little better idea. Frank Nilakina is the signee. There's some similarity for sure to Dennis Smith Jr. For one, it's the exact same draft class. Frank Nilakina was taken one spot ahead of DSJ, and there are others as well. But overall, your thoughts on Frank Nilakina being signed by the Charlotte Hornets? Yeah, there's obviously that void for a backup point guard position. And when you look at the numbers, you think, well, there's not really a whole lot going on with Frank. He played 47 games last year, five starts for Dallas, averaged only 2.9 points per game. He averaged close to 13 minutes per game. But when you take a deeper look at that Dallas roster, there wasn't really any room at the end for him, for lack of a better term. I mean, you have a guy like Luka Doncic, who's obviously going to get the lion's share of those minutes. Then you got guys in there like Spencer Dinwiddie as 
as well. Kemba Walker had some time in there. Facundo Campazzo, some names of guys that have had success on other teams. So he was kind of that insurance plan for Dallas last season. Similar role maybe this year for the Hornets because, again, last year, yeah, Dennis Smith Jr. was kind of a depth piece at the time of his signing, but he ended up being a very integral part of this team. He played in 54 games. He had 15 starts last year. Obviously, we're going to miss him as he moves on to Brooklyn. Played a ton of minutes. He played almost 26 minutes per game. That's DSJ last year. When you go to Frank last year, like I mentioned, close to that 13-minute per game range and appearing in almost half of the contest, more or less, with those 47 games. So, again, kind of took a look at the numbers a little bit where – you go back to the season prior to when Dennis Smith Jr. wasn't in Charlotte that last year he had, that only year he had in Portland. The numbers are very similar compared to what Frank Nielakina did last year in Dallas. DSJ in Portland prior to coming to Charlotte, 37 games, four starts, averaged about 17 minutes per game. The shooting splits were 41, 22, 65, you know, five rebounds per game, turn the ball over a little bit, 1.4 turnovers per game. When you go to Frank's numbers, they're lower, but again, didn't really have that many minutes played. Only played those 13 minutes, like I talked about, the splits about 36, 25. He didn't go to the free throw line a whole lot, 22 or 33 from the charity straight, but he didn't turn the ball over. He only averaged a little bit over half a turnover per game. So if you're looking for a guy that's going to come in and play defense and not turn the ball over, Frank Nielakina is your guy. Yeah, I think we were on the same wavelength here because I also look to not Dennis Smith Jr.'s stats last year, but the year prior to him joining Charlotte, and you do see a lot of similarities. Obviously, shooting-wise, neither had a great year from three in the year preceding joining Charlotte. Dennis Smith Jr., that was two years ago now with the Portland Trailblazers for Frank. That's last season with the Dallas Mavericks. But generally speaking, a similar amount of games, similar, almost exact same number of starts. One more for Frank than Dennis had the year prior. Just overall, I think you see him being a positive influence on a team that had playoff aspirations. Frank, in addition to all this, you look through his history, one thing that he maybe has in his back pocket a little bit ahead of Dan Smith Jr. is more recent playoff experience. Obviously, that's where you would like to go at the end of this season. I'm not saying Frank Nilakina is necessarily going to be a focal point of the postseason rotation, but it's nice if you get there that you have another point guard on the roster who at least has that experience. And one other thing that I think is a positive comparing him, Dennis Smith Jr. was clearly a tremendous defensive player for the team all last year. Frank has a reputation for being a pretty good defensive player as well. A little bit bigger point guard as well. So some things to factor in there. Overall, though, it's going to be up to him to earn the spot. He's getting an opportunity. And thinking back to what we were talking about last year around this time when Dennis Smith Jr. was announced to be with the team, it was the exact same conversation. Former lottery pick. He had his moments for Dennis Smith Jr. He was an all-rookie team member. He had much bigger moments earlier. But Frank Nilakina came into New York with a lot of fanfare, high expectations. He was a top-10 pick as well. And while he didn't necessarily meet those expectations then as a teenager, we know all too well it can take some time to develop. And so now he's at the point in his career where you do have more expectations. If he is going to stick, it's on him to have those kinds of performances. And he'll have the opportunity here with Charlotte. The Job's not just going to be handed to him, but there will be, with open competition for the number 2 point guard spot, maybe him with the advantage of having played the position a lot more and a lot more recently in the NBA. And the other thing, too, is if we're comparing Frank Nielakino with Dennis Smith Jr., Frank's also a year younger. He's a little bit younger. He came into the league at 19. He just turned 25 a couple of weeks ago. So it's going to be interesting to see 
how that kind of that projection of just being a year younger and really not entering your prime at all, quite frankly, and seeing how that step in that offseason takes to see where he is. Maybe he's a little bit ahead of Dennis Smith Jr. It's hard to tell, obviously. Again, I don't like personally to compare people to other people, but I mean, this is the basic comparison because, again, they were only drafted one spot apart in their draft class. They have kind of a similar linear path in the NBA, more or less, where they've came in with high expectations. They bounced around a little bit from team to team. So that's why it's an easy comparison. But it's another thing, like I mentioned, just to say that Frank's just a tad younger. So is that good? Is it bad? I don't know. Only time will tell, but just wanted to throw that out there as well. I think it's fair to say Dennis Smith Jr. is the more accomplished player at this point. Certainly last year he had the stronger year between the two guys. But I think it's a good lottery ticket, let's say, to buy into because he is a top 10 talent. You don't get drafted there unless you have a great skill set that people want to tap into. So he's a former top 10 pick. He has 316 games of NBA experience, 65 starts. He's played with a couple of organizations. The Knicks and Mavericks been up close to some great players. You mentioned Luka Doncic. That comes first to my mind as well. And hopefully Frank Nilakina can help bring some of his wisdom that he's gained over those six NBA seasons here and use it positively for Charlotte. So another point guard has been added to the roster. We'll do some point guard prognostication. What do the Hornets need out of the point guard spot? We'll talk about that next here on the Hornets Ivecast. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Sam Farber, Rob Longo here with you on the HHC, the Hornets Ivecast, brought to you by Senta. Frank Nilakina has been added to the Hornets roster. Before we get into our point guard look ahead at this upcoming season, do want to bid a, a fond farewell to Xavier Sneed, who the team waved a couple of days ago. Fond because this is an easy guy to root for. He has labored in the G League for a long time, spent the past three seasons with the Greensboro Swarm, averaging close to 12 points, five rebounds, over two assists per game. In 81 starts, 86 total games. Uh, he did get into four games for the Hornets at the end of last year. He has gotten other opportunities in the NBA. And again, he's an easy person to root for. Really good within the system. He brought a lot to Summer League, brought a lot of veteran expertise. And we're rooting for him to find a good landing spot and hopefully see him again around the bend in the not-too-distant future. So tip of the cap to Xavier Sneed and wishing him well in his next stop in his basketball journey. So, Frank Nilkina is here. What will the Hornets' backup point guard situation look like this season, and what do they need it to be? Rob, this is going to be a common refrain, I think, for me from now until the season starts in that I'm not really looking to compare very much to last year. I think it was last season, I should say. It was such an outlier, all the injuries, all the absences. 
I don't think it's fair or productive for that matter to look at last season and say, well, how do we top that? The team's not looking to top last season. That that should be a given. They're looking to do something comparable to two seasons ago, and if they can, top that season where they ended up with 43 wins. So fairer representation of our goals, more accurate comparison what will actually be on the floor, barring catastrophic injury or absences, is looking to two seasons ago. So with that in mind, what do the Hornets need from point guard? And I looked at last season where clearly things overall did not go well, but Dennis Smith Jr. was a bright spot. DSJ, 54 games, 15 starts as the backup point guard. He averaged 25 minutes per game, a huge number of minutes. So he was on the floor a lot. Makes sense. LaMelo Ball was hurt an awful lot, and so that opened up a lot of minutes for someone else. DSJ steps into the role. Averages close to nine points, three rebounds, almost five assists per game, over a steal, almost a steal and a half per contest. Didn't shoot very well, 21% from three, but overall 41% from the floor uh, did a lot better from inside the arc. Now go back two seasons ago. The point guard situation was clearly LaMelo. He was an all-star, 75 starts, I think somewhere around there. The backup spot was a split. Ish Smith had it the first half of the season, 37 games, one start, about 13 minutes per game, four and a half points per game, two and a half assists per game. He shot 40% from three and from the floor, more or less. And then he was dealt at the trade deadline, and shortly after the Hornets added Isaiah Thomas. He appears in 17 games, about 12 13 minutes per contest again, about eight points per game, an assist and a half per game. He shot almost 40% from three and a little bit better overall from the floor. So that's the year I want to compare this to. Overall, 54 games, 13 minutes per game, roughly six points and two assists per contest. That to me is the question. Can the Hornets replace that? Not Dennis Smith Jr.'s stats from last year, which are better, but can they replace that, which in theory you would need to fill in the gaps for whenever LaMelo Ball needs a breather? Well, and basically that number that you read off is basically what Frank Nilakina did last season in Dallas with the average of about 13 minutes per game and sort and those sorts of things. But then you go back and you look at the other ways that the rotation has worked in terms of the point guard position. Terry Rozier's taken a turn at point a couple of times over the last couple of seasons now. He's kind of been able to fill that void a little bit, especially last season with, again, a lot of injuries. Because as much as DSJ played last year, he was hurt a lot too. I mean, that was kind of the common refrain of the team in general from last season. But then you go back as well and you take a look at some other guys that have played a little bit. James Booknight, Teo Maladon, which again is not on the roster currently at this point. We don't know if he's going to be coming back or not. Just hasn't happened yet. And then you have other guys out there as well like Nick Smith Jr. I mean, he was a first round pick for a reason. He is highly touted for a reason. Is he ready? I don't know. We saw some flashes in Summer League. We saw some things that weren't so great. So maybe he is able to take an extra step over the last couple of months and develop into something a little bit better as well. There's a multitude of options on this team. And that's the thing that I love about what Mitch Kupchak has done over the last couple of seasons now is this roster has so much flexibility. you got guys that can play multiple positions. You can plug and place guys in different spots wherever you need to. It gives Coach Clifford a lot of different options moving forward, whether if someone's hot, someone's not, someone's a little bit banged up, someone is finally healthy for the first time. Steve Clifford has the ability to manage several different ways just based off of the skill set of some of these guys. So again, I am not a prognosticator. I am not Nostradamus. I am not on the coaching staff. I don't know what this rotation is going to look like, but those are some of the names out there that would certainly make a whole lot of sense behind LaMelo in terms of backup point guard minutes. Yeah, I think you're right to look at it as 
a compilation, really. There, there's not going to be, or right now there doesn't project to be, one specific person. That's yeah, going to be by committee. Right. It, it, last year was Dennis Smith Jr. out of necessity. Now, now, not only was the team in desperate need of a point guard with all the injuries to LaMelo Ball, but also Dennis Smith Jr. stepped up and had a great season. But after rattling off all those stats, it, it becomes pretty clear the team doesn't need someone who... They're looking to for 25, 26 minutes per game. If things go right, which means LaMelo Ball is healthy and playing at the all-star level or better that he has when he's on the court the last two years, you're probably looking for 12 to 13 minutes per game. And so the person you need or people you need, they're going to live in a part of the roster similar to where Ish Smith and Isaiah Thomas did two years ago. And that is they're not always in the rotation. They'll bubble up and then fall back down as needed, according to head coach Steve Clifford and the coaching staff. And as great pros, those guys were able to do that. I think Frank Nilakina has had a similar role in recent years. He'll know what to do in that spot. And similarly, he's going to compete with the guys you mentioned, Nick Smith Jr., James Booknight, Amari Bailey could get in there. There could be other additions between now and the start of training camp. And, and one last thought here. We think of point guard in a specific context, but... It's really about having a playmaker on the floor. And two seasons ago, when LaMelo Ball was an all-star and the team won 43 games, if Ish Smith or Isaiah Thomas were not in the rotation or not available or whatever it was, it's not as if the team didn't have someone out there on the floor. You play through a Cody Martin. You play through a Gordon Hayward. You play through someone who has that skill set. There are several of those guys who should be in the rotation. It all comes down to that big thing for the Hornets, health. Can they have those guys available? They weren't available last year, which put even more on the shoulders of Dennis Smith Jr. And yes, he stepped up to the task and played very well. But if we're being honest, we're not looking for Dennis Smith Jr. from last year. We're looking for that compilation between Ish Smith and Isaiah Thomas, which was roughly half the minutes, less points. It was a more efficient shooter, which something Frank Nilakina would have to step up quite a bit to get that kind of form. But that's generally what we're looking for here. And hopefully the Hornets find some combination to fill that roll by the start of the regular season. All right, one more segment to go here on the HHC. We want to talk about uh, something near and dear to our hearts, something both of us dedicate time to and the Hornets as a whole dedicate a lot of time to, and that is Week of Service in partnership with Bank of America. We'll tell you about that next here on the Hornets Hivecast. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Sam Farber, Rob Longo here with you on the Hornets Hivecast, and we're happy to talk to you about this week, a special one for the Charlotte Hornets. It's Week of Service. The Hornets, in partnership with Bank of America, holding their annual Week of Service all week long. It's focused this 
year on alleviating back-to-school anxiety and jitters. So throughout the week, volunteers from the Hornets and Bank of America are partnering with local organizations and schools on five intentional projects, one per day. They're designed to relieve teachers, students, and families of the financial stressors and emotional strains that often influence how prepared students are for the school year. It started on Monday. Team worked with the spectacular folks at the nonprofit DigiBridge, as well as our friends at Bank of America, building a thousand STEAM kits, S-T-E-A-M, to be distributed to Charlotte Mecklenburg Title I schools in order to provide access for science, technology, engineering, art, and math activities throughout the school year. And there are many, many more events that are taking place, depending on when you're listening to this podcast. Several, maybe all of them have taken place, but it's something that's so important to the Charlotte Hornets. Here's a quote from Hornets President and Vice Chairman Fred Whitfield, quote, this year's week of service is all about helping to combat some of the specific challenges that our teachers, students, and families face as they head back to school. Ultimately, we hope that alleviating some of these stressors will enable them to focus on what really matters, making sure every child in our community receives a quality education. As always, we are proud to partner with our friends at Bank of America for an entire week devoted to this important cause. Rob, this is something that's really special about the Charlotte Hornets. This is not something they have to do. This is something that we all want to do. And it's great to have so many people within the organization that are dedicated to finding the places that the Hornets and their partners can do the most good. This is a huge week for the organization. And it's a great thing for us, a great pleasure for us to be able to spotlight it here. Yeah, this one hits a little bit closer to home for me just because my sister's a teacher. Uh, she's going to be starting her first year after graduating college in a couple of weeks, going to be teaching anatomy at a local school back home. So anything to just kind of really further that education because our children are our future of our country and of our society and of our world. So we try to do everything we can to just impact them, and this is a really great project. I know you and I will be putting on our hard hats here in a couple of days, or we might have already passed depending on when you're listening to this, but going to be building some furniture and some playground equipment, I think, towards the end of the week at one of the local elementary schools. So excited for that. Hopefully uh, none of us hit our thumbs or anything like that on a hammer. But I'm really excited just to get out in the community and help everybody. And to take it one step further, we have this thing here for the organization called Hornets Cup where we all kind of get divvied up on different teams. It's a little friendly competition and everybody gets bragging rights, whoever wins for the next couple of months out of the until we do it again in the following year. But one of the things that we're doing for some bonus points for Hornets Cup this season is we're also gathering some school supplies as well for some students. So really looking forward to not only doing what we're doing right now with week of service with our friends over at Bank of America, but we're also doing some internal stuff as well as everybody gets ready to go back to school here in a couple of few short weeks. Crazy how the summer has flown by, but I'm sure the parents are looking forward to having a little bit of a break during the days as well. But yeah, it's just a really exciting time. Really love doing the week of service stuff. Bank of America does a great job helping out with that as well. So really looking forward to just really trying to make an impact on the community. And that's one of the things that I love here about Hornets sports and entertainment is the way that we're able to just impact so many people in the community in so different ways. We have week of service. We have everything that we do around the holidays as well. The yellow ribbon program. There's so many great things that we're able to do here and just different ways that we're able to impact the community. So just one more thing that we get to do here. It's an important thing for the Hornets and we would love for anyone out there tuned in to get involved. If you want search 
on social media, whatever your favorite site is these days, for Hornets Give. That tends to be the uh, the normal accounts that you should be looking at, and you can find more details on where the Hornets are spending their time as well as where you can get involved as well. Uh, nice to know uh, Rob is uh, dedicating at least one of his thumbs to service this week. I knew a lot about the Steam Kits because that's what I was doing on Monday, and uh, as you mentioned, we're looking forward to getting involved as much as we possibly can this week. We know that between the entire organization, as well as our friends at Bank of America, will have things covered and help a lot of students get off to a better start for this school year than maybe they otherwise would have, and that's what it's all about here. So tip of the cap to everyone at Bank of America, as well as with the Hornets, for participating in this year's week of service and hope if you are so inclined that you can get involved as well. Again, search Hornets Give on social media. That's going to do it for this edition of the HHC. Rob Longo, thanks as always for sitting down with me. I'm not sure when our next podcast is going to be, but whenever the next signing, the next schedule drop, whatever the news is, we'll have it covered. Yeah, and if we take a week off, maybe my thumb got smashed against a hammer or something like that, and I can't press the button, so we have to take some some injury time off. But That's we'll why see you got happens. nine other fingers, buddy. I mean... <laughs> Like a cat, I got nine other lives, I guess. That's right. We'll we'll find a way to get the news to all of you here on the Hornets Hivecast. So, for Rob Longo and everyone here, I'm Sam Farber, saying it's been a pleasure and a privilege having you along. We'll talk to you next time right here on the HHC. Thank you for listening to the Hornets Hivecast, brought to you by Senta, the official eye, ear, nose, and throat care provider of the Charlotte Hornets. For more coverage, visit Hornets.com. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bed 365 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.